I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and that's Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm your host, Alex, and with me is my husband, Sean. What's up, babe? Hi. Welcome. How you doing, babe? I'm doing great. Good. Are you ready for this episode? Yes. All right. So, today, what we're going to be talking about is how to manage sensory needs. Awesome. This is important. Well, this is important because we go through a lot of this with Grayson. So, and I'm sure a lot of you other parents uh, with children on the spectrum also uh, see that your child is, you know, regulated more when their sensory needs are met. So we're going to go over some ways to kind of improve that, help with that, and some things that we use that helps. So let's get right into it. Yeah, so we have seven different areas of sensory needs Mm -hmm. so we're going to review each one and then some of the things you could do to help manage them so all right start us off baby so first on the list we have proprioceptive needs so they would be things like loves tight hugs or squeezes Mm -hmm. grasps objects tightly uh craves deep pressure or vibration may appear clumsy Fears uneven surfaces or stairs slash escalators. Mm-hmm. Prefers jumping or skipping to just walking. Has floppy or low muscle tone. Yes. So some of the solutions or ways to manage that would be to provide a pe- uh, pressure or a weighted vest, lap pad, or t- tool. Mm-hmm. Provide a ball or wiggle cushion for seating. Use grips for writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, practice walking over pillows and soft, uneven surfaces. Mm-hmm. So, you know, walking on uneven surfaces is really good because it's going to help their balance. Yes. Uh, you know, and they'll feel more comfortable, you know, walking upstairs mm-hmm. and, you know, different things like that. I know, I've noticed actually, Grayson, when he's on something that's like, like for instance, uh, we go to the park and there's a little wall there. When he steps up to that wall, he has to be holding on to somebody. He's like deathly afraid he's going to fall off. Yeah, yeah, he's so, so cautious. You know, getting him to work on his balance might help that a lot. Yeah. Uh, you remember those grips on the on pencils. the pencils from oh when you were a kid in I school? I used to use those all the time. I love them. Everybody had them. I had so many. Oh my gosh, I haven't thought about that in so many years. Yeah. Until I read I think this, they, were, they might have been called <laughs> grips too. Yeah. I think that might have been what they're called. And the guy that invented that, or woman that invented that, Mm -hmm. is like a multi-billionaire. Oh my gosh, yeah. Such a simple idea that any of us could have thought of. Yep. Um, Loves a tight hug. Grayson loves that deep pressure. Um, Craves deep pressure, vibration. He will actually take his massager um, and put it on his head. He'll put it on his lips, and it vibrates, and his cheeks. He loves that sensory input. And that makes him so focused during therapy to get through yeah. the trials and things like that. So it's important for him. He had a weighted blanket that really, for a while, he doesn't use it anymore, but no. for a while it was helping him um, it fall got, asleep. Yeah, it got too light too quick. Yeah. Um, we were worried about getting something like, yeah. you know, it was recommended for five pounds for his weight. 
and honestly, it was just way too light for him. So yeah. I got him an oversized comforter um, for his toddler bed. I got him a king size, and it's perfect. <laughs> and he has slept so much better since then because I like. I think he likes the security of it being yeah. like all around oh, yeah. him, all around his you know face and everything like that. Yeah. So we used the uh, weighted vest for a while with therapy. We need to get a heavier one now because. Yeah. You need something a little bit heavier. So now we're doing one that you have um, pockets on the vest to where you can put sandbags. So, like, the back will take four sandbags, front will take two, and you can switch them out and just start low and work your way up so that it kind of lasts yeah. longer and things like that. And the reason we, one of the reasons we did that was because during therapy, he would, a lot of his rewards would be squeezes, head squeezes, body squeezes, stuff like that. Uh, along with the vestibular, but we'll talk about that in a second. But to kind of like help him regulate easier and mm-hmm. get through the tasks without needing, you know, so much stimulatory input, right. the weighted vest really took that away. It was crazy. Sometimes you would just take that weighted vest off, he'd go right back to stimming again immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He put it on, and the stimming would almost completely yeah. stop, yeah. which allowed him to focus so much more on his work, you know? And, you know, therapy helped us with that a lot because we had it for about a year and he would not, we put it on him one time, he let us put it on and he hated it. And what we did about three, four months ago was therapy started working with him with the vest, putting it on for just a little while and it really was a dramatic change and help. Now, not so much. Now it's kind of aversive again because it's not providing that same weight that it provided in the beginning that he needs now. So that's yeah. why we're going to upgrade. So next on the list, we have vestibular needs. Mm -hmm. So these are things like loves to hang upside down, has floppier and low tone also, craves movement that is faster and tense, loves to spin and always in motion. Now remember, guys, they don't have to have every single one of these, um, you know, to have vestibular needs. So it doesn't mean you have everyone on the list, your child. Um, what you can do for these and some of these we tried with Grayson have a trampoline nearby or suspend a swing that can be used regularly they also have those body socks um it's not really a motion but you know especially if they're spinning you know somewhere safe they can be kind of surrounded in that in that tight you know place and also provide a spin disc we had this um it was a spin thing we also had a seat I can't remember the name right now, but that spun also. We'll put that in the show notes because that's a really good company um, to check out. So he liked that. He yeah. loved the trampoline for a while. We actually are going to bring it back out because we put it away for a while, and we think that yeah. he'll really begin to that again. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't really using it anymore. No, it was you know good in the beginning, and then he stopped. But now that's the best thing about taking things away and bringing them back out because they love it again yeah they're yeah. re-engaged again yeah and he's been jumping a lot lately yeah, he's so. he probably just got you know kind of bored with it he gets bored of toys even in therapy the therapist will use stuff for a while and then sometimes right. he'll stop using it because he could tell grayson's getting kind of bored with it and starts getting kind of frustrated so he's also. not as engaged so yeah. and then they'll bring that back you know a month later or something and he'll be much more engaged into it so and that's always been a challenge with grace and with therapy all ever since the beginning of therapy you know i've constantly i remember i had to buy new things every week just to keep him engaged because he does get very bored very fast and i didn't want him to not be engaged in therapy because he didn't 
he was over that toy or whatever, so we were constantly getting new things for him. Yeah. Uh, next we have visual needs. So avoids bright lights, shifts gaze to avoid eye contact. So uh, sunglasses, we can't really get sunglasses on Grayson. He doesn't really have too many Mm-mm. visual um he needs, loves but, lights and things like yeah. that. Um, and he stares at you. So, like, we can't get sunglasses on him right now. He used but, to wear them when he was a, younger, yeah. and then he just stopped. But I think he will soon. But if, it, you know, if your child has a really big sensitivity to light and stuff like that, um, yeah, definitely try to work in those sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it talks about using different stuffed animals and characters and things like that um, and playing with them like imaginary play to draw eye contact uh, and improve eye contact Um, and just make sure like the overall environment that the child's in is not overstimulating to them yeah yeah so too many bright lights too many flashing lights we'll be right back after a word from our show sponsors Here at Building the Puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The Speech Paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com. You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson & Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, They can be reached at Grayson-Company dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys and now back to the show next up on the list is olfactory needs uh this is super sensitive to smells like air freshener coffee etc um some solutions that you can do for this are use more natural deodorizers like essential oils or use an electric air deodorizer for the room to try to off balance that if they are affected by things that let's say you're cooking and strong smells like that try to have an exhaust fan going you know sometimes we open our sliding door um we have a hard time like grayson i can't like put something up to his nose and say here smell this he doesn't really like that um so just probably because he's very very sensitive to those different smells so next up are tactile needs this is avoids clothing in general touches things that are smooth or soothing Uh, avoids being barefoot or walking on grass sand carpet they can avoid the seams and wear socks inside out they clean their hands a lot doesn't like does not like showers or getting wet, does not like being touched, and avoids certain textures or textured material. Um, Some of these solutions can be buying seamless or tagless clothing, cutting off the tags, provide soft like pellets or cooking flour, encourage putty play, fine motor games, 
and use of manipulatives. So l giving them that, those different textures to feel, um, exposing them to those things, suggesting chores that use water, such as washing dis dishes. You can even have them just rinse if they have a problem with seeing the soap. Um, playing outside often and running in the grass, walking on the sand. Put them down in the grass, have them run to you, and just back up. Um, and yeah, kind of just, just back up a little farther each yep. time, kind of like... Get them uh, used to know, that. We've talked about desensitization. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just start them off, just put them in the grass, let them stand there for a second, pick them up. Mm -hmm. You know, the next time you're out, let them take a, you know, walk five feet, you know, right. and so on and so forth. And just gradually extend that. Yeah. You know, you know, not every child fits every single one of those needs either. Like Grayson, um, he's not crazy about clothing. <laughs> not when he's home. Uh, when he's out, he, he leaves it he on. He leaves it out. on when he's out. But, no. but at home, he, we're like, you need to live in a nudist colony, seriously, because oh. you never keep your clothes on. <laughs> no um, shame. He, he, he didn't like, he didn't mind the sand, walking on the sand so much, but he hated walking on the grass. We're just starting to get him to do that. Yeah. But he he doesn't like to wear shoes. He wants his shoes off, like, literally all the time. Mm -hmm. He used to be um, good. Like, what, you know, I think what affected that, too, a lot that I've noticed, the pandemic. Because when we were going out every day, he knew it was just, okay, got to put my shoes on. And he just, that's just how it was. And then when we went through the pandemic and being home and not going out a lot, he just got used to mm -hmm. not having to wear his clothes not having to keep his shoes on, and that now became comfortable for him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then, you know, he doesn't fit all these because then he does love water and he does love being touched. Mm -hmm. Tides so. don't bother him. No. Um, things like that seems, no. So doesn't Nick, like Play-Doh. Hates yeah. Play-Doh, hates things like that. Yeah, he doesn't like He likes like the a lot foam a little bit, but not really, like, super into it. Um, <laughs> what about the sand? So, yeah, funny story. So, sand, we bought a water table that has half sand, half water. And originally I thought, okay, well, a lot of children with autism love kinetic sand over regular sand. So, I went and bought, like, 11, 12 pounds of kinetic sand. Now, mind you, you have to buy, like, two at a time because you can't get a huge bag of it. Like, you can regular sand at, like, Home Depot. So, I bought it. Well, he absolutely hated it. Hated it. So I went out and I bought regular sand because he loves the beach. So I went out and bought regular sand. Kid absolutely loved it. Then it became a problem because then he started eating it all the time. So we then had to take it out <laughs> after about a year and a half. He'd and eat now the whole beach if he could. He, he would. And now it's all just water in both sides. So, But he loves that. So, yeah. Yeah. Funny story. <laughs> God. Next we have auditory needs. Mm -hmm. So easily startled by fireworks, loud noises, or... Crashing sounds, turns volume up on music or TV, always tapping feet or hands, or likes drumming. So some of the ways you can help manage that would be provide noise-canceling earmuffs mm -hmm. and encourage drum or percussion lessons. So in other words, desensitize them to that right. sound. Right, right. Um, you know, and you know, some kids don't like the music instead of turning the music volume up Grayson likes to keep the volume a little bit lower because that's kind of overwhelming he doesn't mind loud sounds so much he can get startled from them if it's unexpected yeah and kind of cover his ears because he was surprised but 
He's been met fireworks many, many times and never had a problem. No, him. and you know, I think it all depends too where he's at that day. If he's been very overstimulated before all of this stuff, then yeah, then it becomes a little overwhelming. So it really just depends on where Grayson is for that day. Because um, we've noticed the TV sound, you know, we'll have to lower that. He gets upset about that, so that's usually low. But then sometimes when we have our dance parties here at home, we play the music loud and he has a ball. So it really just depends where he is for that day in that moment. Yeah. Last on the list. Oral needs. This could be biting, chewing on sleeves, non-food objects, fingers, etc. Um, being a picky eater, craves spicy, salty, or sour flavors, does not like textured food, and does not like brushing teeth or having teeth cleaned. Before you move on to the solutions, I, I could tell when you write craving spicy food that that's all you. <laughs> that's all me. And hates having my teeth cleaned. I hate the dentist. Who doesn't hate the dentist, honestly? Um, <laughs> I do it, but I absolutely I could, I could hate think- it, and I freak out every time. I could tell you were laughing inside. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And didn't I say that before? That was actually in Mary Barbera's book um, of nonverbal behavior approach. And they went into talking about sensory needs and how sometimes people will crave spicy things, and that's like a sensory fulfillment. And I've always been like that as a child, and I've also kind of always been a sensory seeker like Grayson. Mm -hmm. Love crowds, love lights, Used to love going down to the shore, New Jersey Shore, when the boardwalk was packed July 4th. Oh, my gosh, that was, like, my favorite time to go. Um, I just love that. I love that I'm not claustrophobic, so I love being secure with a lot of people like that around. Even, like, if I was on a ride and it was, like, three or four across, I want to be in the middle. I want to be squished. I don't care. See, we're the opposite, too. I don't like the crowds. Yeah, yeah, so. I guess we balance each other out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, as I'm getting older, I do, like... You know, having my space and privacy, and I do, I'm getting into that more. And you know that now I'm just yeah. kind of like, I want to live in the middle of nowhere, you know, where I don't you see my pe- neighbors. No, like you want to have that peace and quiet yeah. regularly. And yeah. Like if you want to have if I choose to go that to more loud places. environment, you want to be able to go out and go there and leave when you want to leave and come back home and, to my peace and silence. You know, and if you want, to have a good time you could always bring people over exactly too so exactly you can get you know kind of the best exactly so yeah you're right so some of the solutions for this would be uh, providing crunchy snacks such as apples carrots or celery Uh, provide a favorite chewy to have on hand we can't go anywhere without Grayson's Chewy. Yeah, we use it a lot now. I think, you know, he when, he gets an, when he gets anxiety sometimes, like, he'll chew on that thing like crazy. Yeah. And I think that really helps him, like, calm down, too. Yeah. Uh, even when he's upset sometimes, we give it to him and it helps him And if him you notice, down. he hasn't been chewing on his shirt lately. Yeah. He's just doing that a lot. Uh, provide chewing gum if you're... Yeah. Chew gum. Child can chew gum if he's old enough. Yeah. He or she's if old not, enough. If not, just be careful, guys. Um... And then encourage use of electric toothbrush or oral vibration device. It's another one we did. We um, Grayson was always really good with brushing his teeth, so when we got the oral toothbrush, the vibrating one, he was kind of afraid of it with the noise and everything, and then he was becoming afraid to brush his teeth. So our OT recommended don't use it to brush his teeth. Give it to him just throughout the day and let him explore with it. So in the beginning, it became kind of like his massager. He started just kind of like using it on his arms, becoming comfortable with it. And then eventually he went and 
you know, put it in his mouth on his own when he was comfortable and at his own speed and pace. So, um, you know, if they are afraid of it, I would definitely just let them explore with it during the day. Don't mess up a teeth brushing routine if you have one going and it's good because you really don't want to make it aversive either because it is important to brush a child's teeth a few times a day oh, yeah, so definitely. yeah um and you know getting to know your child's sensory preferences can make a huge difference between frustration and success like we said with Grayson if he is not regulated that, that day he has a really hard time getting through therapy and staying focused on the task at hand um so yeah, if you guys need further assistance with any of these things, you should definitely do some research, look up things on Amazon, look up sensory things, everything, you know, type in sensory things for autism into Google and so much stuff will come up, guys. So Yeah, you can also consult um, mm-hmm. an occupational therapist, yes. which can be really helpful. Very helpful. Um, for identifying what their specific needs are and how you can, you know, fulfill those needs and still keep them, you know safe and yeah. focused and learning and stuff like that. So. Highly recommend that. And, you know, uh, another thing, too, what we talked about, if your child is afraid, let's say, of water or something like that, schedule swim lesson, lessons, a mommy and me type thing, something real slow-paced. Even see if there are four or five, see if you can get them in, like, a newborn thing and start slow, you know, and let them know my child has autism. You know, I want to start slow. And see what you can do to work something out, like those kinds of things. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, they're great ideas. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're so, full of awesome ideas. Thanks, sweetheart. babe. I, I try, you know. I try the best I can. You make this show. If it wasn't for you, we would never have anything to talk about. Aren't you so sweet, babe? <laughs> thanks. Well, guys, we hope that you gained a lot of insight from this list. Um, we will put these things in the show notes and some ideas. Uh, also, yeah, we I'll under, put the li- uh, link to a couple of the resources on there. Yeah. And also, under our Building the Puzzle, you guys don't know this, but under our Instagram, Building the Puzzle, we also have a link tree link there in our bio, and it has a lot of our favorite toys that we have for Grayson that we use. Um, we even have things that we use in our play area, uh, and they're all linked right there. So if you guys want to order anything from Amazon, everything's simple. You just click on it. Um, our blog is linked there. We also now have a meditation channel that is linked on our link tree. Our link tree is building the puzzle, and it's just easier if you go onto IG and look right under the link in the bio. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of good resources there, and definitely check that out. Really appreciate all of your support. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. With that, for autism, building, building the, the puzzle, puzzle one, one piece, piece at, at a time. time. I'm Sean, and I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them you can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson & Company. 
making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they can be reached at grayson-company.myshopify.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram as well as Etsy. On Etsy they can be found at Grayson and Company Toys.